0: After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Wine. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody, welcome to After These Messages.
1: This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about good ones, we talk about truly terrible ones, and we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. hit a home run with your friends and family. Take them on a train. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. We are your hosts. Hello, Vives.
2: Hi, Andrew. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I
1: am good. I've just come back from the field, as we say in radio. In this case, the field being my friend Luke Burbank's house, where we were... Recording hours upon hours upon hours of us grilling hot dogs <laughs> for a project we're working on, which means um, you put together the show I this did. week, yet it's a topic that's close to my heart.
2: Yes. Uh, I thought it, as, a, as a nice gift to you, um, we could talk about baseball, which is, as you know, I consider to be the most boring sport of all sports.
1: I don't believe that. But you, you think that golf is more exciting
2: well, of all the sports that I'm required to watch in my home, baseball is the most boring. You're not
1: required to watch. I thought those were quality moments we were spending together.
2: Anyway, um, the Mariners are also in first place, which I know you're very excited about. I have to say, I, I say I don't like baseball. I'll watch it fairly uncomplainingly. But then I do a thing, which is when I'm out and about in the world and baseball comes up. I'll then like repeat all the things that you've said to me. And so I pass myself off as a, you know, reasonably knowledgeable baseball fan. And I never say at the end of that, but I really find baseball boring. I just pretend like I just follow it.
1: Well, joke's on you because I don't know shit about baseball. (laughs) Boy, Seeger really pitched a one hitter last night. (laughs)
2: What? Even I know that would not make any sense. (laughs)
1: Um, Okay. So these are not. just baseball commercials yeah
2: so these are so baseball great american pastime um these are ads that are not for baseball in a few cases they are uh products that uh, maybe are mlb sponsors so they're sort of allowed to use mlb Mm -hmm. you know images and and stuff but this is really uh commercials for other things that just use baseball as a trope
1: Gotcha, gotcha. And then um, we'll check in with the ad council. I haven't even scrolled that far down into the show sheet, but uh, I am doing so now. And it looks like looks like there may be a jingle. There is for one us jingle, which is a rainbow.
2: it's a pretty fun one. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: All right, well, let's get into it. Let's uh,
2: <laughs> play ball, little boy in a baseball hat. The
0: crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd. That's right, baseball's back
3: with his ball and bat. this. <laughs> It's a simple
0: game says, I am the greatest. You throw the
3: ball, player of them all. You hit the ball, what's his bad on his shoulder? You catch the ball, tosses up his ball, and the ball goes up
2: <laughs> and the ball comes down. Swings
3: his bad all the way around.
2: The this so is a still real still song, by the, the way, sound. by Kenny Rogers. Unmistakable
1: falls. voice. But
2: it to me is She's like a around. Tim Heidegger. Like straight, it sounds like something Tim Heidecker wrote. I can't believe it's a real song it by is, a real musician. It is
1: truly terrible. I, I started, I mixed in the little bit of that um, news radio. Uh, what, what's his character on news Bill radio? McNeil. Bill the McNeil. The real deal with Bill McNeil. <laughs> Talking about baseball because I thought it would make you laugh. But I realized I kind of almost added legitimacy to the song by <laughs> adding a little drop. It's also actually kind of funnier it get, and cornier it on the can't get own. any
2: funnier yeah, than, than what's actually in the song.
1: By the way, spoiler alert on that song. So it's about a kid who goes out into a field to play baseball by himself, bat in one hand, ball in the other, throws it up. As you just heard, he misses the first one, but the kid still says he's the greatest, misses the second one. End of the song, third one goes up. Spoiler Ball falls to the ground. Strike three. End of song.
2: <laughs> I never even listened all the way through. Uh, well, I'll be I honest su- with you. I, I got su- to that su- part and then the it sounded like he
1: goes in for dinner, and I don't know what happens at dinner. Oh. But there is a fourth stanza that has something to do with. It's actually, I think, supper. His
2: dad probably comes back out and throws the ball around with him, and then he probably hits it. That sound. It's it's pretty cornball. So. I think it ends
1: with his dad,
2: uh, and then his dad has a massive. Fatal heart attack I
1: think it has his dad There's an intervention for his dad Over <laughs> dinner Because he's been drinking too much That um,
2: is that is having a drink
1: <laughs> All right So um, thank you for picking out that music I'm sorry if I ruined it By it's, it's uh, mix-matching it up It's
2: called The Greatest by Kenny Rogers
1: Look it up uh, What's the first thing on our agenda today?
2: Well the first one is Is a little bit of commercials in the news um, Because it was one of ad Uh ad weeks or ad ages I can't remember one of their um, like they do an ad of the day where they pick a commercial that's like you know kind of popular or getting attention or for whatever reason
1: according to your notes here it's ad age
2: I yeah I oh but you were freelancing I was freelancing that when I wrote it I didn't I could have easily gone back to look and I didn't
1: I like that. If you ever subpoenaed and they want to see your reporter's notes, you'd be like, sure, but I made half the sure. shit up. Like-
2: yeah, <laughs> ha- have at it. Uh, as I say often and gratefully, there is no podcaster code of ethics. Uh, this is for Amazon and it's for um, a bunch of I'm not sure that t- there's a ton of talking in it. But the reason I want to start with it is that it's for all kind of like baseball products, right? Mitts and you know, cleats and mm-hmm. b- bats um, So why don't we play that And then I'll talk a little bit about why I think this one Is, is playing right now in such heavy rotation Alright,
1: so this is for Amazon Is this one that we have to kind of set up in advance?
2: Yeah, let me set this up because there's not a lot of talking um, It starts with a dad and a daughter Walking through a park And they see, uh, you know, some boys playing baseball the, a, loose, a ball comes their way And the little girl, his daughter Picks it up and throws it back And that kind of gives him an idea She's got quite an arm and he mentally searches for a baseball glove on Amazon. It says B is for baseball glove.
1: Mm.
2: Now she's got her glove. she's pitching. Um, she's she's doing playing well. in games
1: now, she's got cleats.
2: But she, but she's wearing like little sneakers and he, he mm. mentally C is for cleats, looking for cleats. Um, now she's got a big gold trophy as they're driving home and he searches in his head T is for trophy case.
1: Oh, nice! So
2: she did well. That's a
1: good uh, father-daughter ad that is not condescending.
2: It's not condescending. It's it's a yeah. It's actually a great daddy-daughter ad, and it's not the same old, same old of like daughter grows up, mm-hmm. goes to prom, gets married, whatever. Unless there's a squeakle. It's a. It is a little. It kind of reminds me of the one um, uh, about the girl who was always kicking. Oh, the things. kicker! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was for like car. Insurance mm-hmm. or a car or something
1: similar, but this one um, she's not growing up I think that's noticeable because so many of those father-daughter ads is just like first we see her as a young baby And then you know, she shows some aptitude and then she gets older and older and this one is just kind of like it probably happened all within uh, A few weeks or a summer, right? Yeah, I don't know why I feel the need to point that out
2: well one thing that... I, I think this is a great ad. I think it's uh, it's nice to see a dad and a daughter in, in something like that where... And I don't think she's playing softball. I think she's actually playing baseball. Mm-hmm. They kind of make a point of it. Um, I also think it's noteworthy that uh, yesterday in the New York Times, I don't know if you saw this, there was a big story about all the money that families are having to spend on new baseball bats because Little League, whatever the governing body of Little League is, just abruptly changed all the rules about what bats qualify for Little League. And Little League For is, safety? It's a little... I, I read the article, and I'm not 100% sure. I guess it's mostly safety. What they did was essentially take a bunch of bats out of uh, regulation Little League play that had a lot of, like, bounce to them. Because apparently these kids, they, before they learned to field or um, or throw... They learn to hit. Mm. So you have a bunch of kids out there who are disproportionately able to, like, pound the ball. And it, you know, creates a dangerous situation.
1: Oh, for the kids playing out in the field.
2: Exactly. So I think it is safety. um, But it's causing... There aren't very many bats right now. Or there aren't enough... There isn't enough supply to meet the demand of these bats. And you have these families that spend, Mm. you know... Again, like they buy the mitt, they buy the cleats, they buy the uniform, they buy everything. And now, and they thought they had, you know, they spend a couple hundred bucks on a bat sometimes.
1: Whoa, a little league bat? First little of all, why bats. are the, um, growing up, I had a bat, but I didn't have to have a regulation bat at home because when I went to practice, it was the team that provided the bats.
2: Well, apparently, either that's not the case or a lot of these parents want their kid to have the advantage because you can get the $45 bat or you can get the $250 sure, bat. Yeah. The, the problem with the $45 bat is not only that it's at only a $45 bat, but that they didn't make enough of them. So, especially in low-income neighborhoods where kids are playing Little League, there's not enough supply to meet the demand for the lower-cost wow. bats. Yeah. That's an interesting So, article. I wondered if maybe the Amazon, this Trophy Shelf ad being out right now is actually about, is actually responding to this mm. uh uh, change in the Little League rules, and like reminding people that you can get your your baseball stuff on Amazon. That's
1: interesting. I mean, it could be a simpler explanation, just that it's baseball season. It is, and, it, and she's but, not a batter, right? She's right. not a
2: hitter. She's a pitcher. Yeah. So, um it but it just kind of reminded me of that New York Times story.
1: I like that ad, though, and I really uh, am interested in that story. I didn't know about that. And also, by the way, you mentioned softball before. We should mention uh, congratulations to the Huskies. Uh, I know Huskies softball team. They did lose today, so they lost their first of a uh, three. Games game series in the um in the uh what they call the world series finals yeah so anyway go you huskies as I like to say
2: <laughs> which only you say
1: um
2: all right and so what do we
1: have up next here do we have a shaving commercial yes
2: this is for Barbasol um and I'll be honest I don't remember if there's any words in this one I think <laughs> okay. there is it starts with some kids out uh it starts with some kids out playing baseball. Sorry. These really blurred together. No
1: problem. There's a
2: lot of kids playing baseball. It's kind of in like innings
1: though. while you're watching baseball. Well, wait. Hold on. Wait, oh, no, no. Did, no how, I'm can... sorry.
2: Uh, we can either leave this in or you can take it out. But um, it does not start with kids playing baseball. That's a different one for hot dogs. Ooh. This is um, this is a, an adult. Adults only baseball game. Oh,
1: my. It's a baseball after dark. <laughs> Are they Donald ducking it out there or what?
2: <laughs> no, this is uh, adults playing baseball. And you hear what you're going to hear is the, um, I guess, batting coach. Is there someone who's a batting coach? Yeah, hitting coach. A hitting coach um, talking to the batter instead of giving him hand signals. He's telling him what pitches to watch for. Okay. Um, And I think that'll get us started. Right. It. Okay. He says, "Bunt it. it."
3: We're gonna squeeze this man in from third base. First pitch.
2: Baseball's no
0: brainer. Hand signals. Baseball's no brainer. Finally making razors.
2: So, in other words, if if they didn't have hand signals in baseball, right, they would have to tell the bat the pitcher what the batter is planning to do. You know what that is? What?
1: That is a direct. I'm gonna say response. I'm going to say borrowing of I'm going to say inspired by Geico what? Geico yeah just, to- totally the case. of Geico come up with something yeah. now that's surprising or the other one that's not surprising right which is essentially the two <laughs> they really got their bases <laughs> yeah. covered oh high five up top up top love it um, that was a home run of a of baseball reference I would say <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's just come up with something like, no, that's a no brainer. Right. What else
2: isn't a no brainer? It's yeah, Barbasol. You, that, uh, that formula will work for many, many jokes.
1: Yeah, and it's also, I believe, was that a 15 seconder? It felt like a 15 seconder. Yeah, it was it short. seemed like a, it had the pacing of a Geico ad as well. Totally. Um, let's keep burning through these. Um, Sprite's got one. Oh, this one has LeBron. I don't know if I've seen this one before, but I'm. I have seen this one on pro TV. Pro LeBron sprite ads. I think you're more lukewarm.
2: Like, they're fine. I like LeBron. I mean, what's not to like? And I, I just think... He's too tall. He's so tall. He is That's very That's what's tall. not to like. Yeah. Too tall for my taste. Oh, my taste. gosh. Speaking of the New York Times, I think it was New York Times. They just dragged the Cavs today with like... Yeah. There was literally... It was the headline. It was literally like... Or the subhead was like, never has a man... Done so much with so little help. Yeah, (laughs) it was so mean. I
1: haven't been following that that closely, but I would say the the funniest thing I've seen on Saturday Night Live in a really long time because I don't pay that much attention was actually the cut for time skit that you played for me with. That was the one where Donald Glover was the host, and it was like you played it for me. Oh, I did. Yeah. Wait, I thought you played it for me. No. Do you have the tickets or do I have the tickets? (laughs) Anyway, um, of all of the uh, you know the Cavs talking about uh, actually. I can't even... I'm doing a horrible job of describing it.
2: It's a bunch of... uh, It's like an ad for the Cavs and like how great they are and how fun it's going to be to watch them play in the finals. But they're just... uh, Each... every one of them is just talking about how they support lebron james by like picking up his dry cleaning or whatever
1: yeah boy i was trying to tell a story and then just halfway through i lost all confidence in me trying to recap an snl skit (laughs) um okay so anyway this is a lebron ad but this is not a basketball ad uh this is a sprite commercial that involves baseball should i just hit go on this baby
2: yeah uh just to quickly set it up it's you're you're hearing the voices of the uh, the baseball announcers um announcing that there's going to be a new pitcher coming out to the mound.
0: Folks, if you're just joining us, we've got a scorcher of a sprite commercial here. Looks like they're calling for refreshment big taste okay. And here comes big taste.
1: Now big taste is played by one LeBron James, I'm guessing.
2: He's wearing a green baseball mitt that's encrusted in ice and he's got a cold can of sprite instead of a baseball that he's throwing in the mitt.
1: Walking out to the mound. Handsome as the devil. He gets to the mound. He looks like LeBron James. <laughs> Did he say he looks a lot like LeBron James? Yes.
2: Uh, the batter's name is Thirst. And uh, instead of a uh, catcher's mitt, the uh, catcher has a like a, a
1: a glass of ice. A glass views. of
2: ice that he's rattling.
1: Actually, that wasn't instead of a mitt. He was wearing a mitt, but that's instead of showing a signal. Instead instead of of telling him what to uh, what to throw, he is uh, he's just uh, rattling his ice cubes. The pitch.
2: It's a
1: strike.
2: It's weird though because it's is the uh, is the batter wearing like a Gatorade. Because he's wearing sort of a Gatorade orange jersey. Oh, that's is this interesting. like a shot at Gatorade? Because it That also...
1: seems like a weird fight to but pick. But
2: then why is the batter named Thirst? Wouldn't you want to get the, the Sprite to Thirst?
1: Oh, that is a mixed metaphor. I'm
2: confused.
1: Good point.
2: Also, is this like some subtle dig at Michael Jordan for trying to play baseball?
1: I don't think so. I think they have LeBron. They have a campaign. And it's baseball season. All right. I guess it's also basketball season. It just
2: seems like a, there's a lot there's a lot going on here.
1: But you're right. So let's just break this down for a second. If you're pitching to Thirst, right. you want to quench. Well, no, no. You want to strike Thirst out.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Got there. Got there.
1: All right. Uh, weird commercial, Fine, though.
2: Sprite. You win this round. It
1: is weird, though. I will give you that. (laughs) Um, You know what it is? It's a thinker. All right. Well, um, speaking of hot dogs. There's a whole
2: series of these. Like, he does an after. I almost put it in there, but there's almost no words. Uh, He does, like, an after game. Big thirst or big taste does an after game press conference.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. And he really doesn't say anything. No, not that good. He just
2: is, like, one word answers.
1: Oh, is it? God, I wonder how new they. This can't be a react No, no, of course He's not cutting Sprite commercials In the middle of the finals <laughs> that
0: But would be awesome. he was
1: so petulant With the press corps After losing game one In a very laughable fashion Anyway, let's move away From basketball And baseball And talk about hot dogs God, Genevieve Sitting across from you Right now Is literally the only time in my life that I can say mentioning a hot dog to me doesn't sound good right now (laughs) I ate so many hot dogs today. How many hot
2: dogs did you eat? Well
1: A bunch of bites of different ones. Uh I ate a a couple full ones I know I ate at least two maybe three full hot dogs without buns Just like kind of snacking in between recording. Okay, um Ate probably two halves of veggie dogs. All right. Um, And I want to say I wharfed a regular, uh, one regular hot dog as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, actually, I've probably eaten more hot dogs in my life, but that's, I'm a 41-year-old man now. I'm not some kid running around outside. Yeah,
2: how's your hypertension?
1: Oh, man, not great. (laughs) Yeah. Hyper. (laughs) <laughs> is what it is Anyway So I, I would say this is, this is the only moment In my life That um, you would say Do you want a hot dog I'd probably be like No I'll pass
2: Well do you want A hot dog commercial
1: I do want a hot dog commercial And this looks like It's for Nathan's And of course They host What Nathan's famous Hot dog eating competition Every July 4th
2: That's right Which you apparently Were like Really uh, working out for today Yeah
1: So anyway What happens in this Do we know
2: This one is a bunch of kids Playing in the backyard That's what I was thinking You always say that <laughs> I know
3: two out base is Low. full count
2: the intense stare down between the pitcher and the batter and suddenly hot dogs are ready. Yay! yay who cares that's about it. this baseball game who cares about I ba- love hot dogs that's basically that is the, wow, the perfect embodiment of, of how much I care about going to a baseball <laughs> game I I like What's gonna happen? It's so tense, and then it's like hot dog time! Yay! Yay!
1: What baseball game? What baseball game?
2: I often say, to no one's amusement but my own, that I'm not so much a baseball fan as a hot dog enthusiast.
1: Um, I'm happy to see that there is a little girl in that um, a little as gr- well. It's
2: very, uh, it's very representative. You have a, oh, is it a, a, a African American kid, a girl? And then regulars. <laughs> and then normal and people. And then normal people. Exactly. Um,
1: okay, so let's move on here. This next one looks like it's a Budweiser ad. I assume this is a bunch of kids playing baseball and drinking Budweiser.
2: Oh, yes. It's about children and how uh, important Budweiser is to their baseball development. Okay, good. Uh, no, this is a this is sort of a kind of has a Buffalo Wild Wings vibe. Like it's people. Oh, I thought were
1: going to say Buffalo Bill. And for some reason, <laughs> I was thinking of Silence of the Lambs. I was like, wrong direction, Budweiser. You've got an
2: obliette. <laughs> it's in a basement. The camera shoots. No. There's a little dog. There's a tiny dog. Um, no, this is like fans love Budweiser, right? Okay. Like they're in the bar w- watching the game. They're, you know, in the stands watching the game. Or at the bar celebrating the game they just watched.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm expecting and hoping for a lot of uh, testosterone in this.
0: You don't just drink Budweiser. You clench it. You spill it. You spray it. You
1: sacrifice it to the foul ball gods
0: and pile it on. You buy a round of it for the bar. Wait, the whole bar? The whole bar. You raise it to your city.
1: How much would you like to hang out with that guy wearing the... um, I think that was a Yankees jersey. It was a Yankees jersey. Just saying, like, the he's got whole like a, bar. He's got,
2: like, a super hipster haircut, but he's wearing a Yankees jersey, and he's, like, broing down with everybody. No, I don't want to hang Wait, out with the him. the whole bar? The whole bar. <laughs> raise it to your city, your team, your family.
1: Wherever legendary moments happen,
0: Budweiser will be there. And before every sip comes a moment worth celebrating.
2: Before every sip comes a moment worth celebrating.
0: Good call. Does Good that even
2: does that make does that mean anything? Is that what
1: he said? Let me
0: go back. But before every sip comes a moment worth celebrating.
2: So I've had a lot of beer in my life, including a lot of Budweiser. Do not recall feeling celebratory before every sip.
1: That's interesting because. W- We drink beer, I think even more so when we first were getting into um, the Seahawks and having kind of football Sundays out here. And it's weird because football, especially if if it's an away game, football can happen very early on the West Coast, 10 a.m. in some cases. And you're waking up and maybe starting with mimosas and you're getting pretty boozy by halftime and you're drinking your beers. And uh, in our little group of friends, we would sometimes have, uh, you know, victory shots, celebration shots. Rally shots, a lot of shots for a lot of reasons. We (laughs) are
2: really just setting the world on fire. Yeah, as 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 you say this out loud, I uh, now I hear it. I mean, as I've said this
1: many times, like there's a lot of problems with the NFL, and more and more (laughs) of my friends are not watching it anymore. And you've kind of taken a more casual approach to it. And my whole thing is, if I stop watching football. I'm just a problem alcoholic, but if I have football there, I'm drinking while watching football right. on Sunday morning. But it is true that, especially if you're talking about hard alcohol in these cases that I'm exaggerating somewhat, um, there is a reason. Like, we'll do shots if they do this thing. Like, you get... You, Got to give yourself some sort of a reason. I think maybe that's what Budweiser is trying to do here a little bit. It's not like <laughs> it's just like, you know, for every sip, there's a reason that you're taking it. You're celebrating something, right?
2: Yeah. I love I it. Just cut that all out. No, I think it's a I mean, hey, it's a theory. It's a
1: theory from my uh, alcohol addled brain. Um, OK, so moving away from that, are there any other booze commercials in here? Because if so, we should group them. Nope. Let's start. Oh, I like the title of this one. I uh, have not seen it. Mr. Met versus the Philly Fanatic, two of my favorite mascots.
2: <laughs> How can you narrow it down? I don't be weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I will not be weird. These are
1: two classic American mascots.
2: <laughs> uh, so Mr. Met, for those who uh, can't picture him, is a man with a baseball fur head. And the no,
1: fi- <laughs> Mr. Met is a baseball with a man's body.
2: Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and the Philly Fanatic is like, um, just like a weird green, green thing. Yeah,
1: just, I, like I love a horn it. for a nose. As a matter of fact, I mean. Or, I- I'm
2: sorry, a horn with a human's body.
1: <laughs> you know what? I, I love both of these mascots. They're two of baseball's, I would say two of major sports' most classic mascots. I'll tell mascots. you what,
2: I didn't even have to look up Either one of them, like I, and I'm no sports aficionado, but I saw them in this ad, and they're never identified, or at least I don't recall that they're identified by name. But I knew right away, like that's Philly fanatic, that's Mr. Matt.
1: And it never occurred to me that they're both New York teams, and they both went in completely. Philly is op- going to be
2: shocked to learn that they are a New York oh, why team. Am I that? <laughs> no way! Don't don't you make the cutting motion at me? Why did I think that? Because I'll re- I'll reference this <laughs> later. I'll call back to it. Why did I think they were both New York teams for a second? Oh, my
1: God. What else would you like to know about baseball?
2: (laughs) Well, I'd like to know a little bit more about geography.
1: (laughs) You're not going to let me cut this out?
2: God, no. As a famous New York (laughs) team.
1: What I was going to say is these two mascots could not be more uh, diametrically opposed. Like one is so literal. Yeah. we are a baseball team our mascot is a baseball Right. the other one is we are a baseball team our mascot is the fuck yeah, <laughs> like, well, it's, it's just a squiggly green com- guy running fanciful. around yeah. yes I love it
2: um, so this is a sort of it's this is a commercial for MasterCard and it is about a sort of running rivalry like prank wars and things between um, the Philly fanatic and Mr. Matt Ooh. So you got Mr. Met, um, he sees a sign that says, have lunch with a friend and uh, help fight cancer. So he calls up the Philly Fanatic. They agree to sit down and have lunch. But just as they're sitting down, Mr. Met remembers... Oh, I'm sorry, the Philly doing, Fanatic remembers all these mean things that the Fanatic has done to him. Like put, to do some good. Uh, it off. looks like
1: they're both having memories of pranks. Yeah,
2: that... like sending Mr. Met out onto of the field when the sprinklers are on or unscrewing the salt shaker lid.
1: Oh, is that, what, is that what the Fanatic is doing to Mr. Met there? He's unscrewing the salt shaker lid? I think Mr. Oh, Met okay.
2: unscrewed the salt shaker lid and it poured out oh, the salt. Oh,
1: I see. Getting together to do some good.
2: But then they agreed to let bygones be Spend bygones. They shake the and they farm, sit down you know, to have lunch to help farm, cancer, fight cancer.
1: Doesn't that seem weird? So they're still using the priceless thing, but they're not doing the setup on it anymore? Like the whole point of the priceless ad was yeah. something, something costs this much money. Something, something costs this much money. Sitting down with an old friend. Priceless. priceless. Yeah. Priceless. I don't now know. they're I, just skipping to the priceless I think thing. that they
2: just know that it's a a tagline that's uh so associated with them that they use it. Okay.
1: By the way, we're going to move on. We are going to move on, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to say that it takes all of my self-control not to click on this video that YouTube is now recommending after playing (laughs) that, which is eight awesome Coca-Cola tricks. And it's a picture of somebody pouring a bottle of Coke into a container of orange Tic Tacs.
2: It's probably just some variation on the dumb Mentos thing. I know. I mean, it's just like sugar and you know carbonation yeah
1: okay uh, I'm not clicking on it because that is what self-control looks like look it up uh, this next one is for what this Volkswagen. next one is for Volkswagen
2: yeah I like this one although it sort of annoys me that some of the gender politics are in it annoy me a little bit but what you have is um, you know how in a car dealership they'll have like the the guy the car salesperson like is in a little office but it's like walled off yes. with glass yes so you have mom and daughter Um, respectfully standing outside the glass office while dad allegedly negotiates with the car guy
1: I don't like this already uh but is the I'm just gonna make a guess here but at the end of the commercial is it the father who was the fool all along and it was actually the mom who was street smart no no okay
3: your dad's really giving him the business the designated hitter is the best thing to happen to baseball.
1: Oh, okay, so from the outside of the window, it seems like he's yelling about um, trying to get a good deal on a car, but they're also just arguing about whether or not you should have a designated hitter rule.
3: ...best thing to happen to baseball. But it's not the same game. Wow, well, he's really gonna get us a good deal. It's
0: better. No, it's not. It was the a pitcher p- comes
3: up and he's out.
0: He can bunt. Whatever. Oh, we're good with 0% APR for 60 months. Oh, yeah, totally. Thank you so much.
2: It must have been brutal.
0: The Volkswagen Autobahn for all event.
3: At 0% APR for 60 months. What? No
2: one I mean, it's a funny ad. Like, I, the joke is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is kind of old. I think it's probably like... I remember that ad being on TV. It's, it's several years old now at, at a minimum. But when you look at it for just a second through a lens of, you know, literalness and reality, you're like, the adult parents... One adult parent is standing outside of the negotiation for a a family car. Are you kidding me? I mean, if
1: anything, you make the argument that, well, maybe you don't want the kid in there, which I don't know why not. It's not usually an intense thing. No. Take the kid in. Yeah. But maybe one person has to stand outside. And this is one that... If the roles were, were reversed in the commercial, it would just be so much more charming. It wouldn't have to be commented right. on, but just thumb your nose at the traditional: the man goes and negotiates, yeah, just like we for s- a second. but like
2: send mom in because mom's the good negotiator, and
1: the like dad and the daughter are out there, you and they're your, like you and get and it, the Buffalo
2: it, Wild Wings vibe, yeah,
1: you you got your Buffalo Bill vibe. No, you um, like it doesn't have to be like emasculating for the man yeah you know it's just um it just it could just be you know yeah. but this one it does have that kind of like yeah feel of like well the guys do the negotiating while the women in the family watch
2: all right i think we can close on this one before we move on to the ad council but i just like Ooh, this one is this the oldie um this is a very old one this is from 1956 uh it's for lucky cigarette lucky strike cigarettes um those are Toasted, And you will actually hear them use the It's Toasted. Really? Yes. I didn't know that that
1: was a real thing.
2: Um, and it's a black and white, it's just black and white footage of a man and a woman at a baseball game um, enjoying a smoke in a game.
1: <laughs> I hope that one of them is a doctor.
2: So, lucky. It's light up Be happy, so go lucky. the guy buys cigarettes from a time. vendor for at the ball game. Oh, who's walking
1: and up and down eye eye the aisles?
2: Now he's lighting up it up for his uh, lady we and himself.
0: It's light-up time. It's light-up time. That's the way to enjoy your baseball. Get out early. Look over the lineups and light up a lucky. You'll be way ahead of the game because Lucky sure taste better.
1: Oh, yeah, you can see in the background that the players are just uh, warming up that the game hasn't started yet.
0: Everybody knows LSMFT. <laughs> lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And then that naturally good-tasting tobacco is toasted. It's toasted to taste even better. So join millions of lucky fans. Make your next carton Lucky Strike. For the taste that you like. Light They're up getting
1: autographs lucky from the ball players now.
0: Right now. Light up a Lucky. It's light, light up time. Everybody else's tobacco ever is poisonous. Lucky Strike's
1: is toasted. Nice. Sorry I o- overlapped those. I thought I was being a mixed it's master. It's LSMFT. LSMFT. 3,000.
2: That was great. Yeah. It was a different time. I had The a, past as a foreign country. I have had two dreams in
1: the past two nights in which I smoked a cigarette. Ooh. I've never had those dreams before. I quit smoking um, m- more than half a year ago yeah. now. I quit in, uh, I guess, early November, right? Yeah. Um, and sure, you know, it wasn't the easiest thing in the world. I still vape, which is not the greatest thing in the world, but, you know, whatever. But I've never, it's like a, a desire for a cigarette is more of a momentary thing for me. And frankly, doesn't really ever hit me anymore. Um,
2: yeah, because you're still getting that good, good nicotine.
1: Yeah, probably through the through the uh, occasional vaping. But um, yeah, the last two nights I had cigarette dreams. And in both of them, I was kind of like... Well, I think in one of them, I was really worried about falling off the wagon. And in the other one, I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I just take two hits now. As a matter of fact, (laughs) saying it out loud, I almost wonder if my dream about a cigarette last night was really... I'm just laughing because I'm thinking so many people hate hearing about my dreams on the other show. And now they're noodling their way into here. Um, But I almost wonder if in my dream last night where I said, no, it's okay. I just take a couple of puffs or whatever my system was, is that in real life is... That in real life is me um, rationalizing my vaping.
2: Could be, yeah. I wonder if
1: that's it. Anyway, well, I'm really glad that we were able to get a little dream talk in here. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for putting that together. That was a lot of fun. Good. Um, I hope you learned a little something about baseball in doing so. I did. Would you like to share with the rest of us what you learned?
2: I learned that Philadelphia is in New York.
0: Cutting this all out. No.
3: Everybody's talking at me.
2: I don't hear words saying only the echoes of my mind.
1: I'll just end this right here.
2: <laughs> uh, our first piece of feedback is uh, uh, some feedback from listener Michael. Michael. Um, and this is, I think, it put on our Facebook group page. Um, this is an ad for Best Buy, but it's really. Michael correctly identifies it as being a very tonally weird ad for, I would say, Best Buy and also for the present day. What it feels like to me, and we'll get into it here in a minute, is like an old style of ad that SNL used to parody a lot where you'd have like uh, like it would be like for a bank or something where you'd be interviewing customers of the bank saying like they really took care of me at, you know, Johnson and Smith Bank.
1: Something like this.
0: You can come to us with 16 quarters, eight dimes, and four nickels. We can give you a $5 bill. We can give you five singles or two singles, eight quarters, and ten dimes. You'd be amazed at the variety of options you have.
1: <laughs> Do you remember that one? I loved it, yeah. There's uh, another one with Roseanne Barr as well, which is probably the funniest thing she ever did. I that yeah. Yeah.
2: Poor, poor Roseanne. I mean, obviously not poor Roseanne, but she's mentally ill. Um. Okay, Okay,
1: so anyway, so this is a very intense, if I'm seeing the first shot of it, it's like this black and white kind of like guy in a... And
2: wait till you see the way they've used color in this ad. It is really strange. This is for Best Buy. You've got a, it's a sort of a two shot of a customer talking to um, a Best Buy employee.
3: What do you have in Sony 75 inch TVs? How far back is your couch from the wall?
2: Possibilities
3: begin with a conversation, a smart give and take.
1: So I'm just going to point, you mentioned color, Vivs. Um, this is all black and white like you say classic 90s bank commercial sort of intensity um, it's all black and white except for the best buy shirts
2: right the blue, the blue best blue buy shirts.
1: shirts you know the shirts are blue while everything else is black and
3: white conversation a smart give and take an oven that starts cooking before I get home just download the app wait you can now cook a chicken with your phone we'll help you make sure all your gadgets work together discovering what's possible means asking the right questions Could I call you my electronic guru or Or Pete. Pete's good too. So you can make me tech savvy? That's what we do. The possibilities are endless. We just can't wait to amaze you.
1: Oh man, that voice sounds familiar to me, but I can't tell if it's just one of those voices.
2: It didn't sound familiar to me, but I don't necessarily Mm. always recognize the voices. Michael identified this as a weird ad, and I'm really glad that he shared it because it is weird. He says, well, this is different. Not sure what I think of this. The look is different and eye-catching. Not much like actually going to a Best Buy, uh, which is true. Uh, but my favorite part is the woman asking if she can cook a chicken before she gets home. Are they saying she should put a chicken in the oven w- before she leaves the house and start cooking it sometime later?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so focused true. on the colors. I wasn't even thinking <laughs> which about is so that.
2: It so true. It never would have occurred to me because they're, they're trying to tout the futuristic nature of their products and like all their tech advances. But Yeah. Unless you have someone to actually put the chicken in the oven, which kind of defeats the purpose.
1: No, I'll bet. Could it be that he's she's saying I can prepare a chicken, get everything set, put it in the oven, but then tell the oven not to start until like four hours from now? But well, That's
2: so dangerous. I have a yeah. food handler's permit. I can tell you that that chicken will be in the danger zone for a long time. Yeah. It you will don't grow- want to just have that, a that is raw very, chicken. very bad food handling practices. Do not leave a raw chicken in your oven, unheated. For any amount of time.
1: What if this oven is so smart that it's a refrigerator when it needs to be, but then you boop 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 online? If that is
2: the case, they really need to make that clear in the ad. That
1: would be amazing. Yes, get on that. Get
2: on that, Best Buy inventors of
1: the world, refrigerators.
2: Um, Okay, this next piece of feedback is from listener Daniel, uh, who's responding to uh, the discussion we had a few weeks ago about this BP CEO Tony Hayward. Who? Um, oh
3: yeah.
1: This
2: was during our apologies ad show. He's the one who said he wanted his life back after the uh, Gulf oil spill. Yeah.
1: Nobody wants this over more than me. <laughs> I want my life back.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, for which he was rightly excoriated. Uh, Daniel had some has a personal uh, experience similar to that. He writes, when I worked at Entergy Electrical Utility, electric utility, there was a downturn in the in the company's team sharing program. Um, because everyone in the company failed to reach a goal Good job team oh, wow. uh, The CEO said in a meeting before blue for, In front of blue collar utility workers I lost more in the last quarter Than most of you will make in your lifetime Fuck, Fuck that guy you. Right um, He also said the company would quote Aggressively pursue younger and smarter employees
1: what daniel
2: and then when they started cutting employees the next year everyone over 40 uh who was cut actually sued and got good settlements good uh, or most of them did apparently this guy's best friend was ken lay of enron oh. fame um and he was trying to like i don't know keep up with the ken lays wow. of the world I well that guess. was that was, was probably in those fire. those good heady news, days happy ending he was eventually fired by his board
1: but yeah, that was in those kind of heady days yeah. of less regulation, Absolutely. and these, the and smartest these companies guys in the room. had so much power, and the CEOs had so much power. Oh, yeah,
2: scumbags. Uh, so anyway, thank you, Daniel. That was fascinating. I cannot imagine how that how that must have played in the room.
1: I like to think that you guys maybe went and got some beers after work that day and talked about management a little bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. This is. Uh, hey, guess what time it is.
1: Uh, and I'm not sure. What are you getting at?
2: <laughs> Just guess what time it is.
1: Is it jingle time?
2: Yes. Head Council, it's jingle time. All right. We've got one jingle today, but it's a good one. Um, this is from Kristen.
3: Hi, it's Kristen. I'm in Kansas City, and I am calling with a jingle that... Uh, I used to sing a lot when I was younger, and I didn't exactly know what it meant, and I didn't know why my family thought it was so funny that I was seeing it.
1: I hope it's like a virgin, because I used to sing that as a little kid, and I had no idea what it meant, and then my sister one time was like, stop
3: singing that around mom and dad. But it is for a lawn and garden center here in Kansas City, and they actually still run this jingle today, and I'm 34 so, they've been using it for uh, upwards of 20 years. And it goes like this. Come on down to the grass pad. The grass pad's high on grass. <laughs> so, you can see that maybe I missed a um, little adult joke in that when I was eight years
2: old, singing that to my grandma.
3: But what
2: are you going to do? All right. Thanks. So I am so delighted by this, and I'm over the moon that this is still an ad. This is still a, a going jingle. So why don't you play the? This is a. This is like currently running, as far as I can tell.
3: Come on down to the grass pad, the grass pad high on grass.
0: From humble beginnings in an old dairy barn on a sod farm in Farley, Missouri. I like that
1: they're showing it's like a young man starting a grass company in the 60s. Yes. Now, he doesn't look like a hippie. He looks like a you know kind He's of like responsible guy, yeah. kind of a square. But uh, that, that
0: kind of puts the jingle into context. To a leading distributor of green goods in the Midwest, the grass pad is high on grass. The plan is simple. Imitate nature, plant the best seed. Beat it prevent crabgrass and weeds it's almost idiot proof as the word got around in those early days lawn lovers drove for miles for grass pad seed and the idiot proof lawn program
1: <laughs> hey are you a lawn lover yeah i'm a lawn hey i'm a lawn lover too oh my oh
0: my te- my friend teddy he got me and i'm a lawn uh, lover lawn. but
2: i'm kind of an idiot
0: <laughs> now with locations surrounding kansas city and omaha An educated staff is ready and willing to spread the word about idiot-proof lawn care. Each grass-pad location features a full nursery, all at great grass-pad prices. Join us as we demonstrate the idiot-proof lawn care plan and the results you can achieve.
2: I wanted them to I didn't play it all the way to the end the first time. I hoped they were gonna sing the grass pads high yeah. on grass again.
1: But I enjoyed the whole commercial front front to back. As yeah. a matter of fact, it reminds me of the old days when I lived in a I was a kid. I hated it then, but now I am wistful for the days when I lived in an area with uh, big grass lawns that you could go out and mow. Again, as a kid hated mowing the lawn, but mm-hmm. there's part of me now that wishes I did have a lawn that I could go out and take care of. They're My bad little for grass the environment. Pad. Yeah, they are. Well, depending on where you live.
2: Mostly they are.
1: I like the way that point number one was imitate nature. (laughs) I'm a tornado. And just spin around really fast in your backyard. Uh, Thank you, Kristen. Yeah, that was wonderful. And thank you, everybody um, who has called in with a jingle. And I would encourage you all to do so. I'm going to give you the phone number, but first I'm going to play this song.
0: You can't sell anything.
1: Hey Andrew, you said you were going to give us the voicemail number. Anything. That's right. Our, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I felt like oh, it was hard to pull out of that. 607 444 5597 is our voicemail number. That's 607 444 5597. Call us. Sing us a jingle. You'll be our favorite.
2: And visit us on Facebook. It's After These Messages show uh, to the Facebook group. And email us at After These Messages show at Gmail.
1: Um, As some of you might have heard, I'm going to be hitting the road in a week or so. Um, I don't know exactly what I'll be doing. Maybe hitchhiking from uh, Minnesota down to Mississippi. Because of that, I think we're going to have to do a couple of shows recorded in advance. And I love doing um, ad council Roundups, so if you guys have anything that you've been kind of thinking about emailing us about again It's after these messages show at com or post anything to the Facebook group um, I think that there's a possibility. We might have a uh, all ad council show coming up. Yeah, so absolutely I
2: think you. that's I think that's very likely so uh, send them on in
1: and depending how things go uh, on the road It may be the final after these messages ever with me as co-host. I assume Veeves <laughs> that you would keep it going
2: I mean it depends on if the next guy I'm with is a, you know, knows how to use radio equipment. Oh, it's only a couples thing with you?
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next Tuesday. I will still be here in the safe confines of uh Seattle. Uh we'll talk to you then.
0: They go spice and I'm Pisces rising and you ain't Hoover, you suck like James Dyson. Google the devil, but I feel lucky extreme home makeover couldn't touch me. Backyard kitten